Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watched it, now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real? Ba 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 ba. You're listening to Is, Is it, it for, real? for real? We'll we'll take it. Uh, <laughs> this is Philip and Katie and Bridget, and uh, we got a movie for you. And hey, Katie, how about you? Let let the peeps know what we're gonna be talking about. We are going to be talking about uh, the 1993 classic. Three. I have three written down. Three sounds right. Like mine was sort of pulled out of my butt. But I knew more correct than 96. It's set in 1996. What a weird thing to say. It is. Three years. It's very weird. We know it's going to be Armageddon in three years. Yeah, exactly. 93 movie. Demolition Man! This movie um, had a few uh, suggestors, but uh, we went with our our artist uh, of our podcast, Jeff Jeffrey S, um, who happens to be also my relation in that he is my fiance. I'm not sure we can trust his opinion then. Well, you should trust his opinion to get married to me. <laughs> bo, 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 bo. <laughs> That's true. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so uh, I sat down with Jeffrey and we we talked about uh, why he chose this movie and let's hear about it. Hi, Jeff. Hello, Bridget. So you uh, are a longtime listener, first time caller. That's right. And also our artistic director. That's right. Uh, you recommended this movie, Demolition Man, which we haven't watched yet. I'm curious if you could tell our listeners, why did you recommend such a film? What does I, it mean to you? Well, the theme of, of the podcast, which I believe is outlined in the theme song of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I used to love this movie, and I want to know if it's for real. Oh, okay. Because the because I have not seen this movie since my thirteenth birthday in February of nineteen ninety five. You know, I remember it just being perfect for a thirteen year old. It had action and cool effects and humor and lots of jokes about swearing. Wait, was it actual swearing or just jokes about swearing? They were swearing and and jokes about swearing. Oh, I can't because, wait. Yeah. Do you want to hear a little bit about the plot? Yeah. yeah. What's this movie about? The plot is actually kind of like Austin Powers. Oh. Uh, I mean, this the movie isn't like Austin Powers, but you know how in Austin Powers, there's the super criminal and Austin Powers are frozen, and then they, they're, and they're refrozen and they have to fight again? Yeah, cryogenics. Yeah, yeah. So the plot that I'm going to describe to you is kind of like that. So there's like a super criminal, that's Wesley Snipes, and then there's like a super cop, that's Sylvester Stallone. Uh-huh. And... They're in, it's not quite the present, but it's like the near future. Okay. And so they're, they're fighting each other. For some reason, they, they think that Stallone is also a, a criminal. It's like a frame deal. But they both get cryogenically frozen. Do you remember like in 1999 when they were cryogenically freezing all these prisoners? Yeah, like Britney Spears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's about that, how it... These, is this just the beginning of the movie? Is there more to it? Uh, but then somehow Wesley Snipes gets unfrozen, uh-huh. and it's the future. It's like it's like way into the future. It's like 
It's probably like 2015. Oh, wow. That's how far into the future it is. Okay. In the, in the time, society has changed and society has actually become like less violent. But it might be, like, more repressive in some ways. Mm -hmm. But when Wesley Snipes, the super criminal, is unfrozen, he he's just, like, goes berserk because society has become so anti-violent mm -hmm. that they don't know how to fight a super criminal. Okay. So then that's when Stallone, somehow they, they, they trust Stallone as a super cop to fight the super villain. Wow. That sounds really fighty. Oh, yeah. It's definitely fighty. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to watching yeah. it. Is there more? So this is all just from memory. I remember that Sandra Bullock is in it. I remember that Rob Schneider is in it. A lot of the the fun of it and the humor of it is all the weird way, ways that society has changed. The most popular music is all TV commercial like jingles. Oh, that sounds fun. Like the it's the Valley of the Jolly Green Giant, and that's that's like a jam. <laughs> <laughs> And I think probably the most, the thing that's most burned in my memory is this, how slang and the way that people talk. Probably a whole year after my friends and I, I saw it. And even to this day, if, if I said, what's your boggle? He would know what I'm referencing. Well, I can't wait to find out what our boggle is yeah. in a few minutes when we watch Demolition Man. So thank you for asking whether it's for real. Oh, thank you, and I'm really excited to watch Yeah, That's what awesome. is everyone's boggle? Uh, I don't know, what's your boggle? He remembered a lot about that film for not he having did. seen. He remembered a lot of details. I think it was I, that impressionable 13-year-old birthday yeah. party. Well, he was 13, yeah, I guess so, yeah. But that's awesome. I'm excited I'm excited to hopefully hear what he thought upon his rewatch. I even made a note of, like, what's your boggle, but I'd forgotten it today and i watched half of it yesterday and the rest today so <laughs> uh, well should we get into our levels let us jump into those levels i can go first mine is um sylvester stallone has a speech impediment that's my <laughs> level i have never seen this movie i've never heard of this movie um this is again one <laughs> of those one of those movies that like i i don't i never as a young person would have watched like an action film willingly and i spent a lot of time like in the middle of this movie being like jeff does does sylvester stallone have a speech impediment or like is he foreign or why does he sound like that because he doesn't sound like it all the time and then i googled it and i learned about mm -hmm. what was going on with his mouth which you may know but um which is that he had a, a, an incident when he was born where a doctor used forceps on his head and, and caused a paralyzing effect on his lower left side, including his lips, chin, and tongue. Yeah, it's like a nerve. Wow. Yeah, it's like nerve damage. And I didn't know that, but I did. I learned that um, in this movie, and uh, that's my level. I have a fun fact about your level or about Sylvester Stallone's um, like speech impediment is being from Baltimore. <laughs> Uh, supposedly Sylvester Stallone has written like a whole screenplay for the Raven for Edgar Allan Poe's the Raven. He's like a huge poetry fan, Sylvester Stallone. And he, he wrote this like fantastic screenplay of like the Raven as a movie, but he insists on playing Poe. And oh. because of his speech, I guess like it was not ever picked up. Cause like weary and deary and all of that. Weary. Very, oh, very. It's, it's, yeah. inter it's, it's interesting. But it's also, also dreary. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. Yes. 
you know. So he faced that prejudice and he never got it picked up. <laughs> that prejudice that I was exemplified yes. right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's your level, Philip? <laughs> uh, my level is Donde Esta La Biblioteca. Oh, man. Um, oh, God. Just we'll have more conversations about this because I'm, you know, love this movie. Seen it several, several times, like through when I was young, but also in my middle age, you know, my 20s or whatever. And the one thing I always fixated on was uh, Wesley Snipes speaking Spanish. And I've even looked this up is that he just ad-libbed it. He was like, this scene needs me speaking Spanish. And Katie, someone better than me, can attest to whether he's actually speaking Spanish or just gibberish. It sounds like Wesley Snipes is improvising. Speaking like Spanish. there's a word yeah. of Spanish in there, but the rest just is like he knows off the rails. Yeah. Wesley Snipes, I think, can count to ten in Spanish. It is nuts. <laughs> but yeah, I I love. Oh my gosh, that little bit of crazy mixed in with this eh, sort of regular action shoot him up and yeah i i'm ready for it yeah um my level is the three seashells sure. uh because as a kid i just love i loved watching this movie um i think sandra bullock might have been like my first hardcore crush on like a female protagonist and um, I just remember, yeah, just really kind of like Jeff's memory of it, like just really like 13 year old. I don't know how old I was when I saw it. I think we actually saw it in the theater and then like rented it a bunch. But um, the three seashells to me is such like a trope of like something that's planned in a movie that like everybody, I don't know, that whole like future um, I don't know. I just, I reference the three seashells all the time as far as like you're like fish out of water like what happened when I was asleep kind of thing. Um, so, yeah. I just yeah. wonder if I've missed that reference because I've never, it would have never Maybe. thought of it. Or Maybe, it. because it does come up in improv like a good amount, yeah. the three seashells. Yeah, totally. Also, Weird. you saw it in the theater, Katie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you were how old? The theater you know no no i wasn't even making fun of that yeah right how so it's it must have been like 12 or 11 it's rated it's rated r i would have been 11 and so maybe i'm misremembering unless like i went with some friends or your parents are just reckless right and and everything i know about your parents is that they are reckless they are they're real loose cannons go Um, go swim in the deepest waters katie (laughs) and don't call us afterwards i think um yeah, that's a good point. Maybe maybe we rented it a bunch, but I don't know. No, it, it wasn't even like call, it just I no, was but actually it, it is a decent call because it would have been 11, which seems I, pretty young. I did not remember this movie actually being R-rated, and I'm sure yeah. I saw it earlier. There's boobs. There's the most shoehorned in oh, boob shot ever. Well, oh there's God. technically two boob two, shots. Yeah. Right. There's like fantasy boobs and like a weird thing. Which is the quickest cut, but Having watched a lot of like porn, uh, uh, like not porn, but like <laughs> porn that scrambled when you're a kid, <laughs> um, it's that that could have meant anything, but you accept it as boobs. Um, but it most likely was not even like knees. knees or anything close to that. It was probably just like a bag of chips that somehow <laughs> through scrambling looks like boobs. So like when you cut something that quickly, even if it was boobs, it, it's all. 
Is that why relevant. you is that why you get really excited when we bring out the Doritos? Yes, it is because it's like <laughs> could be boobs, you know. Just if I blink quick enough, it could be boobs. Could be boobs. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's so wild to me that you guys have seen this movie so many times and I've never heard of it. I think so many people. I I, it's surprising me that you haven't heard of it. I just talked to my sister for a brief second and. I was like, she was like, what movie are you doing? I was like, Demolition Man. She's like, I've never heard of this. It's like, what? I'm, I could have, would have bet money that we sat together and watched right. this movie. But yet, I, I don't know. Like, huh. yeah. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, I think maybe we rented it. I remember my father like commenting loudly about this movie and the things that like didn't quite make sense. So maybe we, oh. maybe we rented it. And I would, it I would love to have a segment of <laughs> our dad's react. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Like, what are your thoughts of these movies? Um, Again, I'll do one in real time as we go through the plot because I do remember one of his like yeah. scoffs at it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess let's uh, jump in into it. My first impression of this movie is I, I wrote a question, which is what is the glass budget of this movie? Because <laughs> literally, I think on average, there's a glass being smashed every 2.3 seconds. So much glass everywhere, all the, the time. The glass budget of this movie is the same as the glitter budget of Legend. <laughs> exactly. But they, they also were able to use a bunch of broken glass because they fired the glass consultant. Because so many times, like I think there was some time where someone stomped through a windshield. Oh yeah. And it just like shattered like <laughs> sugar glass, which right. is what it was, uh, rather than what an actual windshield would oh, do. Oh yeah, everything um, shatters. Yeah, yeah, just insta shatter. I think um, they spent all their money on glass shattering, yeah, but not the consultant who was glass shattering. Or their fire effects. I don't know if you, you saw that shot of LA burning in the yeah. first thing and it just looked like clip art of, of flames let's put a little bit over here yeah uh, it could have been cartoons just drawn onto absolutely. it absolutely so we have this sort of like apocalyptic LA situation where it's on fire and it's like the criminals are running everything and, yeah. and they're shooting aircraft guns shooting and helicopters yeah. yeah it's just like chaos yeah Totally. And and Ro- Rocky, who I'll I'll just call him Rocky yeah. the entire movie, mm-hmm. uh, who has like the sassiest beret ever. I wrote that um, too. Yeah. Did you write sassy beret? No, I wrote why the beret. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think I could pull off a beret? Yeah. You yeah. or yeah. Was, me? Um, m- maybe. Uh, that that high pitch means you're <laughs> speaking the truth. <laughs> So so he bungee jumps uh, at the beginning. <laughs> well, I, which I wrote, what does he, sh- it sounds like he shouts grenade when he jumps out of the <laughs> oh, chopper. Please be true. Please be true. I think he does shout grenade. He shouts like something. Grenade. Uh, oh, I don't know. Man. His one liners. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Like, as a kid, I just remember being like, really liking this movie in some ways and then being like, that is like the worst writing that's ever happened. <laughs> Like as yeah. an 11 year old. Yeah. Like some of it's on purpose, but yeah, some of it's just bad. Yeah. So there's like a lot of fire. We meet, we meet Wesley Snipes and he has fancy blonde hair and he's doing coke. Yeah. I read that that fancy blonde hair inspired Dennis Rodman. So did the coke. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> I, 
That I, was I don't know. Very fast and good. That was a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> they said the title of this movie five minutes into the movie. I I had the exclamation point, and I remember Bridget, you saying that your family like applauds and is like the caviolas are just applauding left and right right now. Oh my god, I love that you said my family because it's just Jeff and I, and, and then Maya, and like I love that we're the caviolas. Yeah. Disappointingly, um, that because uh, I always like to do the German translation of movies. This one's just called Demolition Man. German. Um, yeah. Oh, I know. So my first question, other than what's the glass budget, is how are they alive mm. after that building mm-hmm. blows up? I don't, I don't understand at all. And like barely, barely, just like a hint of a cut on their faces. <laughs> it's they used all. I mean, I'm sure it's a miniature that they blew up, but they were like, I don't know if there was just a miscommunication between the person who blows up miniatures and like the person who was like setting the scene. But yeah, no, they are running through a hallway in the middle of the building, and then it cuts to everything blows up. Right. And then cut to like three feet from the building where there's like ambulances and people putting blankets on people, and they're fine. It's it doesn't it doesn't quite add up. Um, but then we start to learn um, after we see the fancy graphics. It's very hot pink, like Demolition Man, like fancy graphics. Um, that uh, they're they're they've been they're gonna freeze people, um, and that just seems like really expensive. Yeah, none of none of that. Makes <laughs> oh yeah. First, like first, I want to do a plan. I want to do a PSA about gasoline because uh, there's the whole scene where they're in the warehouse and uh, Simon is like release gasoline everywhere and he has a blowtorch and he's like putting it close to it. It's like, am I gonna light it? Am I not? Am I gonna light it? It gasoline doesn't work that way. It the fumes are explosive. If you hold a blowtorch anywhere above yeah. a pool of gasoline, it will blow up. So listeners, don't don't do uh, that. This no. guy was like the precursor to Dennis Hopper in what yeah. world. It's not like gasoline isn't only ignited from a flicked cigarette. That's right. like not a thing. Um anyways yeah. Is it That's... for real? Sponsored by gasoline. <laughs> gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> got that sweet gas money. Yeah. I know. Um, so, okay. So people are being frozen and mm-hmm. it's like just super kind of like so much body shot of, of Rambo. Yeah. Like uh, slow-mo. Slow-mo. I put, I wrote so much live. A lot so of hands lie. though. I thought, I think I remembered more butts. There's still some butts, but it's so much hands. His hands and his hands are in such a weird position. Yeah. Like, I feel bad that he was frozen in that weird thing. Also, like, why don't they just, like, give them, like, a little drug to calm them down? They're, like, drowning them alive. Like, yeah. is that water or gel going in there? Gel. And magic. then they, you, like, inhale the magic gel and then you die. Like, I don't understand. That doesn't... It'd be well, like they, died. well, they don't let them drown enough in it. It's sort of like the abyss, which if you've seen that, which maybe one of the movies we'll watch in oh, the future. Yeah. But you, they like breathe in this goo, and that allows them to breathe underwater. But anyways, for this one, so they breathe in the goo, and then they throw in the magic ball. With the magic goo equals frozen for forty years. But right. what's like the point of it? Like, why yeah. do that? Well, because they said like you're listening to this like rehabilitation tape, basically, like in your sleep. That's what they said. They're like rehabilitating you so they can bring you back. But I don't like it's expensive. They're like, but our jails are empty. Like we've 
we've I heard like they said that at one point. Those warehouses that are full with prisoners. Like, yeah, I guess like yeah. what used to be a jail. Yeah. I also I also feel like this is a incredibly unrealistic view of police accountability. Like like I wasn't quite sure like so Sly Stallone is like Phoenix blows up a building, Sylvester Stallone is there and not sure where the hostages are. And then he then because of that, he gets like eternity in an ice box and it just feels like that does not square with what i know which we learned that like well i don't know if it was before he was frozen or after where we learned that he has a daughter who spoiler alert i was convinced was sandra bullock the entire movie there there are well yeah Uh, it's a very confusing thing with people that watch this movie which maybe it was oh really see i didn't know that yeah i'm excited that i came up with that on my own yeah good job i affirm that it is that she is oh really like, but how does it doesn't work my with the timing? Because she'd have to be thirty six or something, and she doesn't. She's she younger, doesn't, I think. Yeah, yeah like, but vitamins and future health, true. and there's actually there's some deleted scenes, and there's actually someone that's in a random scene at the end that's supposed to be her, his daughter. Um, Is it Sandra Bullock? It's not Sandra Bullock, oh. and she's much older, and she just sort of like is standing next to um, what's his face, face guy friendly, not his name, but. Um, you know, the underground. Oh, Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Um, <laughs> Edgar Friendly. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. Guy, um, no, there's guy a, Smiley and Edgar Friendly. <laughs> same, same deal. Same deal. But no, there's, there's a scene of this random woman that's like standing next to him at the final scene, just sort of nodding. And that's technically his daughter. Okay. So wait, wow. so sorry. So but for- were her pants down and she was talking mm-hmm. and that's a, it's a call back to team, team Wolf. But you're, Phil, debunking then this theory. No, no. I, that's the official line is that this random woman mm-hmm. is his daughter. I'm a Sandra Bullock truther that, <laughs> <laughs> that no matter the age difference, Sandra Bullock is his daughter. Cool. I'm on, whether, I mean, it just, it fits for me. Um, so then he has weird yep. future sex. Whatever That's you want to call up, it. Man. Yeah. And then he kisses her passionately. He kisses on the her, mouth. yeah, twice. No, yeah, it's weird. I'm <laughs> I'm embracing the weird. I mean, he's he's a weird dude, that John Spartan. <sighs> okay. Well, I have twelve pages of notes and we're not even happy. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Let's jump, jump into it. All right, so I haven't started timing. So. I know. So it's the year twenty thirty six and uh twenty thirty two, I think. I wrote 20, down 1993. 1993? No, I don't know. Guys, why don't we know? Like, I wrote down I 2036. Okay. But it's I in the wrong. future. Like, That's 30 years in the future. So that make, that date makes sense. Right. So what's 40? It's like 40 years in the future because... Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it's 96. Okay. Right. Yeah, right, right, right. So we are in the future, which is driverless cars and Zoom chats and... Yeah. Like, yes. really, people wearing, like, the fanciest capes, and everybody's wearing berets. It's very, like, Wizard of Oz, like, Emerald City garb is yeah. what people wear. And then I feel like L.A. looks like the Jetsons, kind of. Like, the construction they've chosen to start over with is very cylindrical. It's very phallic. It's very, like, shiny. Yeah. B- blue glow, like Jetsons. And everybody's greeting each other in different ways. Uh. <laughs> by saying their everyone's full name, First and last name. all the time i uh, hated it hated every it. time although i gotta say it kind of grew on me because of their commitment to it 
Like in yeah. the beginning, I was like, this is the worst. And then I'm like, I guess this is life. <laughs> like uh, I was like hypnotized by the end. I can't even remember anyone's first name. So I call oh, everyone, yeah. hey man, and stuff like, and if I had to like say people's both their names, I'd, I'd just be a broken man. I would just, yeah, it wouldn't work for me. It's not efficient, especially no. police work. No, I know. But I did, I did like like all the 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 talks about like the vulgar twentieth century, mm-hmm. and then that Sandra Bullock was addicted to the twentieth century that she had these. That's like, kind of fun. Yeah, totally. Twentieth century feels um, because none of us knew it was going to happen when two thousand happened anyway, and we had just thought as soon as two thousand happened, it was going to be flying cars and, and Zoom calls. Right. And kind of true. Not flying cars, but uh, driverless cars, cars, which we have now yeah sort of sort of but by 2036 we definitely will we'll see that i think that's that was my couch mate's demand is like we will see if we have driverless cars by 2036 and capes and berets well we can make that happen the capes and berets (laughs) that's easier that's on us because once again guys do you think i can pull off a beret (laughs) and a cape if you want the cape only with a cape okay okay so wesley snipes wakes up from parole this is when he's mocking in Spanish. Oh my God. <laughs> so it's like, I'd have to rewatch it, but like some of it is Spanish, but not what is being said. So fine. And then some of it is just English with an O added to the end of it. And then when he's doing the numbers, you're like, yes, he knows Spanish. Anyway, it's Looney Tunes. <laughs> I <laughs> so, love it. It's so like staccato. Like it's so like up, up. And, and it's truthful like it just sounds it's just like a maniac which is and what he, he is so everything i've read is like he just decided to do it the director asked him not to do it <laughs> he was like no i'm gonna do it for every single take oh, go on from, and they were like okay i guess we'll keep it it's in so weird um, it's and such I, a weird choice a better movie for it yeah um, probably because i mean <laughs> Even though it's bad Spanish, it's just like I get where he's going. It's like, oh, I learned Spanish. Um, yeah, it's not. But that's but but for somebody who doesn't speak Spanish, I just I was writing down that he was mocking in Spanish, so at least it was somewhat recognizable, even as Spanglish or whatever. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. But I also like the idea that like his training and stuff like that of what they meant for him to like learn went haywire. Oh, like, that's true. I bet he. Think, like his character thinks he learned perfect Spanish. That's just like Pablo Escobar, <laughs> banana boat. You know? Yeah, yeah. He was being like, sense. you know, he was being fed information from the high priest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, yep. the right? Red Sparrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, with the dirt gown. Yeah, nice I wrote down. Wearing a dirt gown. I was oh like, Doctor Cocktail, Doctor Cocktail, Doctor Cocktail. I was like, I have no idea what that word is. Uh, yeah i know i know so i just kept calling him the high priest me too um so then we learn about oh we 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 see him take out a man's eyeball to use to scan and he has a blue eyeball and a brown eyeball i think both are the they never really talk about that right i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's for the movie but why i don't know to just kind of look like on like a it's not based on a cartoon or, or a comic, is it? I don't think so, but I could be wrong. That's a good point, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. I had a question about the retinal scan thing. Like, that existed then, right? Or was that super futuristic? Maybe, oh, like, like one place had it. Yeah. If it, if it didn't exist, I'm sure people were talking about it, you know? It's like your fingerprint. Like yeah. Because yeah. eyes are unique. 
like do we do we even have retinal scans now yeah mm-hmm. where um high security san diego <laughs> airport <laughs> I don't. You guys know I got a got a retinal scan recently. <laughs> retinal. I thought I know this from one Balthazar B who called in. I think like you know he's part of the like whatever fast track get you on a plane thing, and I think they do retinal scans. Oh, interesting. To like I'm, get him the membership, but not every time, if that makes sense. So I think they really do exist, but I don't know if it's like every time you go into a building. I just married someone who had that fast track thing, and I get to go through that sometimes. That's great. Is it? It is true. Is your partner does get to go with you. I have TSA pre-check, and my partner gets to come with Some, me. Sometimes I don't, though. Oh, and really? Then, yeah. So far, he always has been able to come with me. Which it is may be through like international stuff, mm-hmm. whatever. And then mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah. I have my interview. Good luck. Oh, good, good luck. Soon. Thank you. It's it's seriously changed my whole life, like especially at the oh, San wow. Diego airport because I can show up like two minutes before my flight. <laughs> Because it's different from the four minutes that I show up before my flight. Normally, just that's San true. Diego. San Diego is amazing, but yeah, it is. probably really rush through. Yeah, sure. but at other places, it's delightful. Totally. Okay, so then we we yep. get to learn about murder, death, kill, the MDKs, <laughs> which is oh man, so good. What? Just shout out to uh, Shadow of the Pagoda in case you haven't seen that movie. Uh-huh. I've seen that movie. Um, there is a reference to murder, death, kill in in that one. That I didn't right. know that. Oh, yes. so fellow podcasters, also listeners, go back and rewatch uh, yep. Shadow <laughs> of the Pagoda and, uh, and see if you can spot that murder, death, yep. kill reference. Yeah. It's <laughs> so the, com- the computer that they're working on to like get information about Wesley Snipes and everything, it's very 1990 three elaborate like it's like because the technology is not there so they're like imagining yeah. what it would be like yeah but it's still super they don't imagine it well no um, i have a note that um murder death kill like when they're looking it up looks exactly like a game of minesweeper they're yeah. just it's all very pixelated right they don't they can't imagine it it's yeah it's interesting. they didn't know what it was going to look like yeah Except for those interesting, like, conference room Zoom people who are, like, the little robot chairs. I thought that was Yeah, I was like, that would be there's, helpful. They're still the shittiest, smallest screens in the world. It's like... And they cut my, your head off right here. Like, they cut my, uh, rather at your Katie's, forehead. Yeah. For those of you that can't see our podcast, Katie's pointing yeah. to halfway through her And they're, she they're, has a giant forehead. Yeah. So it's really, like, you all know. It's cut it you off know. a lot. For those yeah. of you not on our video feed. Yeah. <laughs> so... We learned that there's like these computers you can walk up to in the town square that gives you information about anything in the world. And Wesley Slapes knows how to use it. Well, they, we, that, yeah. they explain that later that just like Sly Stallone is programmed to knit, Wesley Snipes was programmed to basically be a computer hacker and a weapon specialist and mm. an arsonist and all this stuff. So gotcha. I know it's kind of confusing. It's like, there, oh, I know he it. has some comments when he's doing that of just like, where did I learn this? Or something other witty, like yeah. Simon says, what? Um, yeah. Ugh. I, no, yeah. First of all, he, I want to go on record saying I, well, the first couple Simon says die or Simon says, drop your shorts, we're fine. He says it like five times and they get old real fast. And then they kind of drop it halfway through, right? Yeah, which they should have dropped it like four times before. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, anyways, I, I want to point out, so he, Simon, whatever his name is, what's his full name? Simon Phoenix. They call Simon him Phoenix, Phoenix more uh, than anything. 
And someone even like references the fact that he's gonna like rise up from the fires. Like, uh, oh, you God. just stop just highlighting around this name that you gave him. Um, so he has this murder spree, and then at the cryo thing, and steals the main doctor's car, and then he shows up in a second, and it's this like weird, like covered motorbike, which oh, makes yeah. you think that. The head doctor has the shittiest car in the world. That was Norel yeah. pointed that out. Is like, wow, future doctors do not have good cars. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I like the phrase "enhance your calm." Mm. Yeah, and they say that a bit in the movie about like chilling out. They're like, "enhance your calm." Yeah, it's like the world is run by life coaches. <laughs> anyway, you should watch the vow. That's what I mean. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a cult about life. What coaching. cult is that about? Nexium. Um, oh. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Is it for real? Brought to you by the Val. <laughs> Nexium. HBO's the Val. Sunday join, nights. Join today and get a free cup of mocha. Um. So the next note I have, but I don't know if we're there yet, is the karate sound effects that oh, we're hearing. That is literally after my the doctor has a shitty car. Yeah. And then what I was reading about it was that Wesley Snipes supposedly is quite a gifted martial artist. Yes. And, yeah, and when he was doing it, he was he was doing it too quickly. Like the camera couldn't pick it up, so they told him to slow it down. So then it ended up looking kind of like He's very crazy. both Wesley Snipes and Rocky are like in such great shape and Oh yeah like their body like they can do a lot of cool stuff it's like that part i do actually really appreciate about this movie but wesley snipes karate chops are very like like rigid like they're very pronounced and i think it was because he was not naturally doing what his body could do but then there was some like shade thrown on by what's the snl guy um blanking his name rob schneider rob schneider Schneider. that they had to like redo all the stunts at night when Wesley Snipes left or something, something like oh, what? that. I feel that that's just like Rob Schneider being sort of a douche. Yeah, I don't know. And not to say that Wesley Snipes sounds like the most annoying of annoying people to ever work with. Oh, um, wow. Read, read up on Blade 3 and that whole scenario. He basically would not talk to any of his co-stars. And uh, it's amazing. Just right, read up on, I will. on Blade 3. Um, I, uh, I was watching this with my roommate who said that his karate chops sounded like, uh, bop it. Remember that game? <laughs> twist it. Bop it. Bop it. Pull it. Yeah. It just sounds like someone sat on a keyboard then got up and sat on it and did that for an hour and a half. Totally. Um, yeah. So anyways, let's see. But then I, so I wrote down, they're watching clips of Rambo from 1993. Is that a thing? Well, they're, they're watching, aren't they watching Sylvester Stallone? Like being yeah. a police officer. Oh, I'm just calling him Rambo. Okay, oh, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. And he saved, he saved a little girl's life and she says, fuck you to the news lady. Yeah, yeah, and right, yeah. Like, yeah it's like, like Good sentiment, lady. Yeah. Um, at, this is... I was just going to say, this is where my father... So so Sandra Bullock is just obsessed with nostalgia from the 90s, mm-hmm. including John... What's his name? What's Sylvester Stallone's... It is John Spartan. John Spartan. I had a, a line, Spartan. and I meant to do some research before this, and I just didn't. But uh, whether it be a poor name or a Stallone character name, I have a feeling if we, like, jumbled them up, we wouldn't That's be able fun. to... That's fun. Wait, what was yeah. the first one? A port name? Simon... Oh. 
porn. porn name. No, porn name. Like, oh, porn name. John Spartan and Pornographic Simon video. Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Are both nice. porn names. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe I'll maybe I'll do some research and for next time. That'd be fun. Um yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Well, so she said she's like educating Benjamin Bratt about um John Is that a porn name or a character yeah, that no. Sylvester Stallone has played? Yeah. Well she <laughs> she's educating him about John Spartan and she says that he had over a thousand arrests he had over a thousand arrests during a three-year period all authentic criminals and i just remember watching with my father and him being like and i was like what and he's like that would be like arresting like two people for two murderers per day or something he did like the math real quick and he's like that's crazy um yeah so my kid brain was like oh i think this movie isn't super realistic that was the part or your dad is lazy could be i know i know (laughs) he's not by the way Oh man, yeah. We also learned that um, Rambo's wife died in an earthquake. The big one. The big one. The big one. Yeah, the big one. The, the earthquake. The big one. I know that happened sometime between '93 and 2036. So he knows that his wife dies, and then he doesn't care what happened to his daughter. He doesn't <laughs> he want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't know. He's like, I can look it's it up so for you. Weird. It's real easy. Oh Just, right, uh, right, right. She goes to touch the computer. He's like, No, no, no. I. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that part. Cause I'm, that's when I was like, oh, it's her. Yeah, totally. I would, he goes to look it up and her face pops up immediately. And she's like, Because oh. <laughs> if it's you, it'd feel really weird if we have electronic sex later. And, and that yeah. would make total sense as to why she was so obsessed with the year 1996. Because yeah. it was the year that her father went into a gel pod. Right. Yeah. But so, uh, but she would have had to have been born in like 2000. At least, if, yeah. if it's 2036, right? Yeah. Like she's she has to. I think it's 32, but but I mean that's like whatever three years difference. Why I are you holding that? Why do you keep holding on to 32? Because I wrote it down because <laughs> I thought it was 2023, and then I was corrected as it was. No, it's they said 2032, but it just, it's four years. I think we got to go back to the tape. Yeah, got to go back to the tape. <laughs> so. We we see the bit over and over again, which I think is actually a really funny bit, and I enjoy it about the swearing mm-hmm. tickets. Oh, I love it. I love yeah, it. it's, it's awesome. a great it's a great little bit, and I like that it's happening like in every scene all the oh, time, yeah. and it's interrupting things, and yeah, it's just and, funny. And sometimes you just hear it in the background, like they right. don't really yep. focus in on it. It's like yeah, oh, it was, yeah, it's really funny. That that was going to be my my Hummer, just because I loved the more subtle it was, the more I laughed. Yeah, um, but yeah. It, it is really funny. It's a great I, joke. I also enjoy the joke where, um, you know, he's learning what, I mean, that the also continuing a bit is like everything that is enjoyable is illegal. And when she's rat, um, rattling off things that are illegal, like, like murder and salt and whatever. And she says like, and anything spicy, which I think is really funny. Br- Bridget, when do you think the movie's the future time is? Um, I wrote down 2036. Katie? I thought it was 32. It is, in fact, 32. Damn it. <laughs> Katie, um, but you I got me not... this time. <laughs> I think you just, like, rip off your face and, like, run out of the window. I don't. I can't take that much credit for it, though, because it's only because I got it wrong. Because I thought it was 23. And I was like, whoa, that's, like, now. I brought, it, I brought up this gotcha thinking that 
Katie was the one who was wrong. That's why he looked it up. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm that's the only wrong. reason. He let, me, let, me, let, me, let me toss this into Bridget for her to really like get the win on this one. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, completely had that one Oh, uh, okay. I'll, so I'll edit that where it yeah, makes right. you look. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. So Bridget's um, the winner. So what? Okay. So what do you do with three seashells? So, there's an answer to this phil yeah, i think you have it I, I i saw this as well which is it's a very disturbing answer kind of yeah it's and it doesn't make any sense so you take yeah. two of the seashells <laughs> and you clamp off whatever was coming out of your butt apparently yeah and which makes no sense because yeah. i don't know about y'all but my my leavings leave my butt. I don't have to actually like <laughs> clamp yeah, anything self, off. They have a destination. <laughs> yeah. Self-propelling. And, yeah. and then you use the third she shell to wipe your butt. Yep. The scrape. Or like laser it off or something I like that. I did say scraping. That's one of the ideas I had. But what it, about PP for ladies? Um, then I guess you would just use the final seashell. Um, I think it could be gentle as well. Why um, that shape and why that? Th- I don't. Basically, it, it came off of a, a joke or like some sort of conversation between either mm-hmm. the director or the writer, but basically they were trying to think of what does wiping your butt look like in the future? And the guy is like, man, I, I got this bowl of seashells in uh, my bathroom. And that was like, that's it. It was like, oh, do, we want, do we want to yeah. workshop this anymore? He's like, nope, we're just going to go. Yeah. Which I also think that's just like, it doesn't need to be explained. It's just like, why do we have... I mean, shows, yeah. I mean, I think I that's can't say it. the word. <laughs> you really can't. You're like you've said seashells, seashells, seashells. You said seashells so many times. I'm just like waiting for you to stop talking. But I'm like, I, I just I can't tell if he's doing it on purpose or if it's real. <laughs> no, I, 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 I had a mental block while I was oh, like, she, seashells by the seashore. Seashells. I think it's something that's only been like defined retrospectively because I read that as well. Like you're talking about like the director called a friend and they came up with this idea and then it's just like three seashells that's how you wipe your butt and then i think then they like worked backwards of like i guess you could use two for this and one for this it makes zero sense who why in the future did they need to clamp off poop well maybe they're because they're eating taco bell and capsules that's a good point it's the only thing you eat is taco bell which is such sense. a throwaway thing but it's really funny actually also yeah i just want to get into this wars. now so you know if I, we find out that john spartan is invited to go to taco bell with john cocteau and uh sandra bullock is very excited that it's taco bell because it's the fanciest restaurant but then we find out that taco bell owns all the restaurants yeah, right. so it's which all means the same. they own not even all the same but it may, just means that they own the shitty restaurants as well right. as the right. fancy ones so say you're going to taco bell right. it's like you're oh like right. what level of taco bell but if the high priest invites you to a restaurant you know it's going to be the one where they serve you the tiny chips with the blops on it i, I will point out that you'd say like so the high priest is similar to the president and the president says i'm taking you to burger king do you think you're going to a fancy burger king or just the regular well, burger it's king? if you say burger king or burger king also i wish our our listeners could see Katie's dog because he is being so cute. He's on his back and he's got his paws in the air and he's so cute. He's, oh, he's tuckered out. Louis. Louis L. 
Uh, super cute little moment there. Got, um, he got harassed by Ella today. Oh, really? My dog. Yeah. He got like forced hug tackled. <laughs> oh, well, also he he saw he saw a murder death kill. Um, he did see a murder death kill. But the first murder death kill that has been recorded for my dog. Uh, yeah. She, she murdered a rat today in our yard. Baltimore City. Yeah. yeah. And Louis did nothing about it. <laughs> didn't yeah. call the police. Didn't do CPR. Just nothing. Just, like, just oh, slowly like. backed away. Like, yeah. uh. Exactly. Well. There was no... <laughs> needless to say, Ella is not in a cryo jail. She's fine. No, she's Sandra Bullock... Sandra Bullock has a really fun burn about heterosexual male bonding um, when she talks about like, what was she talking about? She's talking about like, uh, was it, she said like basically the 90s or something was like all full of heterosexual male bonding. It was very funny. Oh, it was like cop movies or cop. Right. Anyway, it was delightful. Um, and then like they're at the LA museum at the exhibit of the past and Her. Wesley Snipes makes fun of Asian tourists, and that's yeah. not cool. Equally yeah. improvised, yeah. maybe? It's like, oh. Not good. It's I so think it is improvised, and, and yeah, it is. It's not great. I mean, it's nuts, yeah. he's supposed to be bad, but like, even for a mass murderer. It just seems like, like, just like His character out. is very out of control, yeah. Um, we learn about the Hall of Violence, where they have a glass floor glass uh into <laughs> sugar glass once again into an actual street scene of violence which just made for a fun set for the two men to fight later um and we actually had like one of my favorite scenes in the movie right after that which is the the driving scene where they're singing along loudly to the the, the commercials <laughs> yeah that is fun like when they start leaning into what it is to be those kinds of people it is yeah really fun. like benjamin bratt in particular yes uh, well that's what like, sorry do we already have we already gone to the taco before? oh um no i don't believe okay. so oh wait or did we I think no, we, we Dan, just we just referenced it. It's Dan Cortez um, on the piano, right? At the Taco Bell? Really? I thought so. I have to look at it. I would love that for that I think picture. I have Taco Bell later on. I don't know. No, I think we're generally there. Wait, I guess, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm confused. Um, I always try so, to keep you guys on track. I do. Um, so there's the fight at the museum. We have uh, the... Simon Phoenix confronts Cocteau and his minion, and you know, and then it's right after that that he invites him yeah, exactly. to Taco Bell. Taco Bell, which has Dan Cortez as a pianist. Just- right, and so during this dinner, there's just like one point that I gravitated. There's this Asian woman standing behind John Cocteau mm-hmm. as everyone else is sitting, but she's there listening to the conversation. Apparently, part of the group, but somehow not allowed to sit and it just it confused me i don't yeah i saw her too i don't know what she was doing there um i just kept writing like all restaurants are taco bells that's so weird this restaurant in particular is super weird um and and sandy b was talking about president schwarzenegger sure which is kind of interesting yeah it's really interesting because that was before he was the governor yeah and I, I guarantee you they would not have done that joke if he hadn't, if they knew he was going to be governor, because it's not that ridiculous. It is ridiculous, US born, so, and they address that, but like, 
it was way before he was the governor and he's yeah. kind of like a rival of sylvester stallone as far as like action hero wise so it's really interesting but yeah. i've got to think he's he'd been talking for a long time yeah. about running was, yeah. and so it's like i think that that was just in those conversations in the air and, and he's very good Maria Shriver. yeah yeah that's true um so then all of a sudden like all hell breaks loose as the trash underground people come out and dennis leary is there and um oh my god i haven't talked yet about one of my favorite characters which is the high priest's like best friend yeah um who's just this like delightful little man who makes really funny facial expressions and i don't remember his name i just kept calling him the like assistant or yeah i think it's glenn shedix glenn shedix is his name that is his name um i just think of him as the also an assistant from beetlejuice oh yeah he was like the interior decorator in beetlejuice so there's like there's like a lot of cutting back and forth here because then we're like wesley snipes is at the high priest's office and he's like hanging out there and this is when like sandy b says she wants to have sex with rambo it's like a whole thing and the trash people are coming out from underground it's like a whole like the, everything's coming to a head mm. a head literally with that sex scene whoa oh that's when rocky sees the the lady is that his wife is it her boobs no she just no. the person that just calls out like accidentally no when he's wearing the sex helmet that's no, he, Sandra Bullock. It's supposed to be Sandra Bullock's. Boobs. Oh, it doesn't look like her. Her boobs. It's, it's all her messy. face. All cool. No, it definitely is her face. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I didn't heard. You know what? If if people, we were having a little conversation before we were potting about dating in the time of COVID, which thank God none of us are having to do that right now. But um, you know, if if everybody could have sex with a helmet on it would be much safer because you don't have to exchange fluids, which would be what would cause transplant. I just, I want to point out that in the beginning of this scene, she hands him a towel. Yeah, so he can wipe off. Or so that he, yeah, or so he's sweaty or something. No, that I is think not it's because what he's going to finish. Yeah, is that what? That's, yeah, that's how I interpret it. But they're going to be six feet apart. Um, right. Which... Yeah. They do it in like a dry hot tub. She's got like yeah. a, a dry hot tub in her apartment. It was like lights and it's like below. But there's it's another just... one of those dry hot tubs in, in his apartment because he steps into it. Is it for yeah. sex? I just it assume just for... it's like a half level ranch where you have those like two <laughs> random steps in your house. It's like, yeah. why, why not just make your whole house the same level? But not into just like an oval in the middle of the floor. Right, exactly, yeah. It is, like, there is a lot of inexplicable world building, which is kind of fun. Like, they don't have no, to define everything. It, but, yeah. but I know, it's just like, what is happening? with Although, this after that sex scene, when he goes to his apartment and falls into it's it's such a great pratfall. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we also get to see, we get the, like, little peek into his life, which has his, like, box of things, including his old beret. Yeah. Guys. Mm-hmm. Guys. No, Philip, I don't actually decided you can't. Uh, sorry but if you knew how to knit and that's when he gets like the wrong voice he gets like the wrong facetime with the naked woman who's like charles and she's like oh my god i'm naked yeah (laughs) that's the yeah like did she accidentally call or was she trying to call somebody naked and she got him i don't i think it's just a future uh, what's that app where you just uh chat roulette 
Although it it's seems usually dongs and apparently ping pong dongs. <laughs> it seems like very um, that that didn't square with me with for me with the world um, because it's like well if you're not turned on by that stuff anymore or like I don't know it just. I don't know. It seems like she would get a violation for calling somebody with the boobs out. And that's a question I have. So are we talking about San Angeles being that's what San Angeles is, meaning Los Angeles is this way? Or like, are we talking about all of California, all of the United States, all of the world? Like how, how big is this like reign of control? And if it's literally only Los Angeles, that seems incredibly unrealistic. <laughs> I think everywhere is similar, but San Angeles is like unique, just like any big city. Like sort of San Francisco is more environmentally friendly than other places. Yeah. That sort of, but it's not like it's like worlds apart. Like there's no other electric cars in the U.S. Yeah. But like. That's my take. They had the earthquake, which caused them to kind of rethink and redo things. Oh, is that the premise? Or I thought like crime just got like out of control well right. it did but then they had an earthquake which kind of caused them to like basically build a city on top of like the old rubble and the old everything is that what's underground yeah i didn't even catch that okay yeah, got it. Got yeah it. i think so that makes sense i assumed that like i don't know they just brought signs down underground <laughs> that's right. that's actually how i interpreted it because they said it's the sewers but then yeah you're right they they talked about the earthquake and I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. Um. So my next note is be well, be fucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He he takes that, yeah, to 11 really quickly. Like in the middle of the movie, like that sound, that should be the line before he actually murders him (laughs) at the end, like sort of lethal weapon four style. And like, yeah. So we're talking about when he goes and like addresses the Red Sparrow because he finds out that he's in cahoots with Wesley Snipes because I don't know, he has the footage at his house. That doesn't make right. sense. But right. he, he watches it. That, that's what's on. Then I'm like, well, who's, who's puppet mastering this? That's like Roger Rabbit. Like who wants you to see this video? But whatever. Because they edited space. it because there's like four camera angles that like switch I know. over. Right. Exactly. Totally. So then he goes and like, it's like the whole joke of like, I can be subtle. And then he like goes in and puts a gun to his face. And like, He's in the room with all of the Zoom cameras and then John Spartan finds out where he is and his move is to put a gun to his head um, and he's the president. It's like such a weird... Got mayor. Mayor. The mayor. The mayor of the town. High mayor priest. of Los Angeles. The mayor and priest and high priest. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Takes it to 11. Then says, get fucked and shoots a camera. <laughs> oh my God. No, so... he shoots the uh, curse word. Oh, yeah, thing. that's right. He shoots... Yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Um, so then so, we kind of go, yeah, go ahead. I just have a question, I have a clarifying question. Um, so is he going back to jail after he catches Simon Phoenix or is the conditions of his release that he do this? Like everybody says like, you're going to go back to the fridge after this. And I was like, well, why is he doing anything? Like, I think if he didn't do it, he would go back to the fridge. What I understand. And if he does do it, it's like TBD. Yeah. Yeah. In that scene, the cocktail is like, you're going back to jail no matter right. what. And it's like, you're telling the person with a gun to your head yeah, who right. just said like get exactly. fucked yeah. um, to that no matter what he's going to jail why wouldn't he shoot you so yeah, yeah. Right. No. yeah it doesn't make any sense no um so then like we go into the underground town and all of a sudden like Sylvester Stallone is like he feels at home he, Things- he gets he gets a burger from Frida Kahlo. <laughs> yeah, right? What is that? Yeah. He looks a lot like her. She she had to be going for that, right? It I looked guess. just like 
Frida Kahlo or like the movie about Frida Kahlo. Like Selma Hayek kind of. Yeah, it looked yeah. like Selma Hayek playing Frida Kahlo. Yeah, it, it really did. <laughs> just yeah. making sure that wasn't just me. No, it, it's true. And she's actually speaking Spanish. And then he finds out that he's eating a rat burger. And one of my favorite things is that he finishes it and you just see him licking his fingers afterwards. Like, well, that's pretty great. But yeah, like, who cares? Yeah, totally. If it tastes good, go for it. Yeah. And he what else have you been eating? You're eating like Taco Bell. Yeah, totally. Taco Bell yeah. capsules. Yeah. <laughs> like that. I don't understand. There's like this jar. Yeah. Also, ask what the fancy Taco Bell is made of. Yeah. Or, or yeah, the less totally. fancy Taco Bell that we eat today. Um, so then there's like this crazy underground fight <laughs> I have a note saying like Dennis Leary would be so annoying to hang yes. out with yes oh god and I, I hate it's it we'll get blend of like like I don't know this like guns rights person and like this annoying hippie it's just like it's like he's everywhere it's really weird because he's billed as like a good guy, but you know he's like an anti-vaxxer. Totally. I'm not wearing a mask. Um, totally. Like in one of his things, like I'm going to smoke in the smoking, non-smoking section. I saw that like, too. It was like, screw off. You like, dick. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah, Wait, that's I in know. real life? No, that's what he says in his little rant. But Oh. But that's also his persona. I mean, he had his whole thing. He had the song that made him famous. Like, I'm an asshole. Da-da-da. Oh, Dennis Leary? Uh, yeah. Oh, and you want to you want to hear what doesn't hold up? It's like I one of the lines is like I park in handicapped spaces to watch handicapped people make handicapped faces. Oh, that is what? a line from the from his song. So yeah, and so that's basically that character. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, and that was Ugh. his that was his comedy routine back then. I'm just like, yeah, I'm this I... asshole, but like. Look at me because I'm pointing out, and there's a lot of people. These like Joe Rogan does the same thing these days, and it's just like, sure, I'm an asshole, or I have these points, but you know, it's like libertarian bullshit is what it is. Yeah, hug. Um, but fun fact in real life that Sylvester Stallone is pretty much an anti-gun, very pro-gun control. I can believe that, even though he's quite now. Yeah. What does he feel about bow and arrows with explosive tipped arrows? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a real thing. It's from one of the Rambo movies. Oh, I've never seen any. It's from Gremlins 2. Yeah, that's a, it's a reference. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) And from Hot Shots, part two. Yeah, part Mm two. All right, so Wesley Snipes convinces Cocteau that because John Spartan is too badass, he needs sidekicks. And Cocteau's like, sure, yeah, let's let's oh, get it right. let's get it done. This what what could be the problem with this? Um, and I guess that sort of happens before the the shootout downstairs. But yeah, then uh, we we have the moment where John Cocteau's hens come to roost. And even though I don't think we mentioned this earlier, uh, Simon Phoenix does not have the ability to kill john cocktail he can't yeah, he like can't. pull the trigger yeah it's he's been pro- but he can hand the gun to anyone else and be like kill that person and they'll immediately do it and the smartest man in san angeles just didn't think that one through yeah yeah but but wesley snipes kills the high priest no he doesn't he hand he throws the gun to i think jesse ventura oh for real i can't oh, really? i, I want to i'm trying to confirm that and then he's like, kill that motherfucker. I'm bored with him. And 
Jesse Ventura, whoever or this Jesse Ventura lookalike, uh, shoots him. I think it is Jesse Ventura. Then they throw him in the fire. It is. It is. He's he's just listed as cryocon. Also a future governor. And he, he doesn't have a line in this movie, so it must have been a favor to someone. Um, but yeah. Uh, Sandy B also is kicking butt in this movie. She does some some of her own like fun stunts. Um, learn, it, learn it from Jackie Chan movies, apparently. Yeah. Fun fact about that, which I think I was reading, is that um, I think they wanted Jackie Chan. They did. To be, right? Like um, Phoenix. And then uh, I guess like Chinese audiences are not very receptive to like good guys turning bad. And they were like, mm, we're not doing our like national hero as a villain. Which they also asked uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal, and they both turned it down. Um, Interesting. For the I, same reason, they didn't want to be bad guys. I could definitely see Jean Claude Van Damme. So, although I loved uh, Wesley Snipes in this, he was batshit crazy. Very yeah. much so. So batshit crazy that he puts Rocky into uh, one of those claws that you <laughs> used to get toys at the and claw he machine. Got, <laughs> he got so confident, like so many kids in the claw machine. <laughs> I've got you now. Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop you in the drop zone, and of course it jiggled a little bit, and he got out. Yeah, and he gets out, and then they have an epic battle um, on the on the set underneath the glass because the glass broke. More glass, more, yeah. More glass broke, uh, and there's so many punching sounds. It's just like pew pew, push push push. Yeah, for, that, for, they do that like same soundtrack again. Yeah. First of all, like so he's in the claw machine, and Wesley Snipes is shooting at him and just constantly missing, right? which is what he's done. And maybe that was part of his programming. He can't hit shit. Yeah. Like he, he shoots it. He's got uh, John Spartan like dead to right so many times and just miss. Yeah. Um, and this is what, like he's in a claw. He's, he's in the claw that you're controlling and you've got a machine gun and yeah. you can't hit him once. That's actually one of my notes, but it's from a little, like a while ago, I should have mentioned it, is when they're in the you're museum. I know. They're in the museum and he has all of the like, pistols and the rifles and like the automatic weapons that we're familiar with. And then he's shooting them. And then he like shoots like a laser from the future that looks the exact same. Like, I think he's supposed to shoot it and it's supposed to be like, boom, boom, like do a bunch of damage. And I just remember like when he shot it, it looked like it worked the exact same, but then Wesley Snipes' reaction is like, "I love this gun! Holy shit!" Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. But also, the special effects like didn't match it. And this is just an action movie thing. It's like bad guy aims it at you. Good guy has time to go, "Oh shit!" and dive out of the way. Yeah, always. It's like that's not how the speed of like projectiles out of guns yeah. works. Unfortunately, yeah. <sighs> you guys. Uh... Is there, is there more? I wrote, it's all happy in the end. You know? Here's the last note I have is that um, then he freezes or he like electrifies the ground and Phoenix freezes and his head shatters on the second bounce. Like yeah. his head <laughs> bounces like a basketball uh, off of the floor and then it hits that. again and shatters. And so who knows the physics of that? So it's and- almost like a callback to the beginning of the movie where the floor is covered in gasoline and Simon Phoenix sort of throws the fire on it and burns John Spartan for a second. So it's the opposite of like yeah. freeze gels over everywhere and John Spartan uses the magic ball. Yeah. And so freeze beats fire. Yeah. Is that the moral? 
That is the moral that freeze beats far, far, far. And then uh, freeze beats far. Free by far. Free by far. <laughs> Sly Stallone um, dips Sandy Bullock in the most like <laughs> awkward of kisses. Yeah. Like it's like choreographed, like they're like I don't know in an improv scene, and then she kisses him in like a fairly believable way, and then I guess they're gonna live a life together. I love to imagine that that like dip took fifty takes. <laughs> it looks like it. It looks like yeah. it. <laughs> Just like the community scene where they're making a uh, movie about. The, college, the community college or whatever and they're making Britta and Troy just hug and they've done it like 60 times and they have no idea how to hug anymore. Yeah, And that's yeah. just what I think. It's like, just dip her again and just like, dip? And yeah. yeah, so unbelievable. Yeah. Maybe it does look, maybe it is that. Uh, yeah. And then they live together as father and daughter. Father, daughter lovers. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Very common in 1932. Yeah. <laughs> 36. 19, <laughs> It's, 19 in the future. It's in the future. Is a 30, a 36 truther. Yeah. I am. I'm just like, no, it's 36 and that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Um, you guys have any us... questions? Uh, I didn't get any questions. Katie, you, you have any questions? Oh, I don't think I have any. I All right. I asked some could... of my own along we... the way. <laughs> well, we can get into our hummers, bummers, and dumps. <laughs> That was like, it's the 60th time you've done that tonight. That's what that sounded like. Like you forgot how to do that. You've been doing so much. <laughs> oh my God. All right, yeah. Um, I've, I've been getting in my head on our like intro of like, you're listening to, this is the thing you're listening to. What's <laughs> what's happening, guys? We're going about yeah. to end. Oh, uh, that's all going through my head now. Oh. After I fucked it up so bad that one time. I loved it. Um, yeah. We forgive uh, you. Uh, a lot of pressure to, to kick off the podcast. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, Katie sings the same song every time. I mean, sure, I have to say the same three words. Youth um, <laughs> does the talking. Yeah. Um, well, let's get started uh, with our which, dumbers. Which one? Dumbers. Okay. I'm, I can go first. I'm going to go with Glass uh, is my okay. dumber because there's so it, it in when um sylvester stallone's in the car and he crashes through like the largest glass like wall in the world and then all that foam fills up the car i was like yeah. is this just like the glass finale it was just like heightening and it was just like it's just so much shattering glass and it it does make me think that a 13 year old boy wrote this movie because they're just like you know what's cool just like shattering glass and boobs she just called you <laughs> oh she called you cool just oh, right out of the blue <laughs> she just called you out of the blue and you didn't know it was gonna happen yeah. <laughs> i will say that that simultaneously is like a dumber and bummer where it's like it, it's it's as if the whole every scene they're in is like four walls of glass and like yes left or right it's gonna shatter but i remember as a kid loving the idea of that foam that like freeze yeah foam. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, car accidents will be over. Like if that literally right. happened, it could save so many lives. And I was just, I was constantly waiting for that to come out. And I've said it so many times. It's like, you know, like Demolition Man. And people look at me like I'm a crazy person. At the same time, it can't work all the time because Sandra Bullock runs over to the car thinking that he's dead. True. It's like, good point. That's true. You've I, mean, got I n- could suffocate you. Uh, yeah, I'd hope not. That's a good point. You'd have to be cracked out of it like really quickly. 
But also, just to go back to the glass thing really quick, like, yeah. again, just like in Beverly Hills Cop, where they throw him through the window, like, there's a lot of glass smashing and not a lot of injury from the glass yeah. oh, none. smashing. And Definitely. it's like, it gives you a false sense of what it's like to go through a glass wall. Um, I've, like, known of a couple people who have gone through glass, like, parts of them. And they did not, not win that. They did not win that fight. No, no, they all went to the hospital because, like, if you go through glass, you are going. You are getting at least five stitches, absolutely. possibly more. Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, it's yeah. That's the best case scenario. One hundo. One hundo is like middle case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. All right. Dumber for me. <sighs> John Cocteau's plan, I guess, is what I'm going to go to. I was trying to think of something more elaborate, but it's just, it's so dumb. Uh, Like, he's going to unfreeze this completely unreliable thing. Is Edgar Friendly so hard to kill that, first of all, those periscopes are just popping up all over, and they are not subtle. They're just like, they're looking around, and, and Sylvester Stallone is the only one who recognizes them. So it's like, it should be easy to kill this guy. Just flood the underground with like poison gas or I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, just to unfreeze this one guy and then he wants more more guys that you're not going to put safety protocols on their brains. Sure, whatever. It's just such a dumb, he, des- he deserved to die. It's dumb, mm-hmm. dumb, dumb, yeah. dumb. It's super elaborate. Um, well, Phil, you pretty much mentioned my dumber where um, those periscopes, <laughs> the idea, I really truly, when I was watching, it was like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like um, the idea that, Sylvester Stallone would notice that uh, in a world that makes no sense to him in any way, right? There's like computers everywhere, cars drive different, Taco Bell, like there's like um, fine, like, you know, machines everywhere that's spitting out like when you're like, when you have fines, how to get like a car, like the idea that he would notice that popping up and like register it to me makes no sense because everything, like all those stimuli are new. So the fact that he sees that is threatening. Which I also want to go back and like watch Encino Man because mm-hmm. everyone in this movie just assumes he knows everything. It's like, oh, you know how to do future sex. You know how to wipe your butt future oh, style. Right. Yeah. And it's like they know he's been frozen right. for 40 years. Right. But yet yeah. they're like, oh, you don't know Actually, this thing? it's not quite 40 years given how that we learned. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let it go. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, they give him zero breaks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Like there should be an assimilation, you know, a, or like a, an orientation. An orientation. Little, like, hello, welcome back. It's a small world r- yeah, we, roller coaster we, ride. We taught you to knit, but we're not gonna teach you what the world is. Uh, totally. How to poop. The knit things. Yeah. Um hilarious. All right. <laughs> what bummed you guys? Bummers. Have? I have a bummer where I guess we didn't talk about it, but like it's a super bummer to they kind of just bring it up off like at Taco Bell. Um at Fancy Taco Bell, where he says, like, I was awake the whole time, and, like, my <laughs> screaming wife was pounding on the glass, and he's like, you know what I mean? It's like, try, like, I wasn't asleep. Try, like, having your wife pound on the glass that used to be her husband. It's like, whoa. Like, it just gets, like, really dark. I mean, the movie's, like, dark and kind of, like, apocalyptic yeah. in a lot of ways, but that's, like, yikes. That's torture. And it also kind of doesn't make any sense how he's, like, sane, if that was the case. Yeah. Uh, especially brave would be scrambled yeah. but yeah Ugh. yeah so anyway that was like 
that bummed me out to think about that. Especially just a quick, 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 quick rant um, on just the shitty corners that they have in 1996. Because apparently Simon Phoenix froze all those or froze all those corpses. They were already dead, but yet the corners came in and convicted him of manslaughter of 20 people. Yeah, like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. yeah, and he he got a longer sentence than Simon Phoenix, the person that killed him. Whatever. Yeah, Makes mainly no because sense. like Wesley Snipes, as he's like being hauled away, like screams like a loon, like he killed all of them. It was him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's admissible. Yeah. Totally. Um, I think. I mean, I had a few bummers, but I think I'm gonna go with the the whole the guy that gets his eyeball. ripped out because not only does he get his eyeball like ripped out with an exacto knife or whatever he uses but then they all sit and watch him on the camera like struggling and suffering and nobody helps him and then they're just like oh murder death kill like he is mdk and i'm just like you could have maybe helped him yeah but they all just sat around and like dumbfounded not knowing what they're supposed to be doing right there's got to be some EMTs or support of the future versus just like letting that man die. So yeah. that, that bummed me out. Uh, I'm going to go with, there's just a vibe to this movie of the sort of anti PC police yeah. slash Blurred. police brutality. Totally. Like, Oh, you think police are being too brutal. I guess we should like roll off and then you'll see what happens. Yeah. And there's just all, especially in this time, like, watching this movie now Mm -hmm. it's it's a little awkward um of just being like oh gosh no there there's serious things with police brutality and talking about it um like this uh, it's just yeah it's really weird and off-putting and i think it wasn't as serious then it is as it i mean i'm sure it was because there's still like rodney king yeah that was like exactly I just don't think a lot of people, as many people thought about it. But I think also like what they try to do at the end is they try to solve it very quickly being like somewhere between you and you and have Which, fun and you'll figure it out. That, but like, but what the movie, what the whole movie instead of, besides that line is basically saying is like, oh, you think things are bad? Well, if you had any kind of regulation, it would be so much worse. That's mm-hmm. exactly, that's the whole point of the movie. It's very, it's really bizarre. It yeah. is yeah. the libertarian wrote the Yeah, that is a bummer. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's totally it's, yeah um well my i do have a hummer in this movie and it is sandy bullock oh i think she is super funny in this movie i yeah. love how she leans into this character i think she's funny like you mentioned the, the car scene where, where they're singing and she just like super commits to it yeah um like I, I just enjoyed her. I thought this was like some of her best acting. <laughs> I kind of liked it a lot. And I didn't mention it, but uh, you know how I love to talk about the fashion in these movies. She had a dress. I think it's the one she wore to Taco Bell. Oh, the Maybe gem dress. Yeah. The gem dress. Those, it yeah. was like, but it's like these gems you get at a craft store. It's like a yeah. Joanne Fabrics, like totally. hot glue gun. It, it, dress. Weighed, it weighed 40 pounds easily no that's that's what it weighed oh yeah easily those things are heavy so i was like thinking about her wearing that and doing the i i just i thought she was like really lovely in this movie apparently she ripped it halfway through that scene and then so for half of it her arms are just at the sides because mm-hmm. she's holding it together yeah exactly yeah. that's funny um my hummer there's a number of different things, but I'm just going to go with the curse word alarm. 
just yeah it was so consistent so subtle at times so obvious like it it had its like highlighting moment at the beginning and but it was just always there and that's what made me truly laugh it, they they were committed to that joke oh yeah and it got funnier and funnier just the more, the more in the background it was and i, totally. I absolutely loved it yeah yep. love it love it I, um, I, mine is very similar to Bridget's, but I do want to give a shout out to, I think Sylvester Stallone was funnier than I, he had better comedic timing than I remembered. Mm. So that was kind of cool with his like looks and his delivery of some lines. But Sandra Bullock, I have a note saying Sandra Bullock deserves an Oscar for the delivery of the line when she's explaining to Rob Schneider why Sylvester Stallone doesn't know how to use the three seashells and she like can't get out the line that like in the 90s people like wiped themselves with wadded up balls of paper and she like can't, she just like starts laughing and then as a viewer you're like oh my god that is ridiculous like we are animals and like we just all deserve to be in cryo jail for wiping ourselves <laughs> with balls of paper and the way she does it she's like she's because the character is so straight faced you know and she's like Oh well, because you know, like you know, what I'm talking about with like Rob Snyder's like, yes, hey, she's like they want <laughs> Like it's so good. Oh, I encourage everybody to go back and watch it. So, I'm going to. I'm going. Uh, to. That's mine. Yeah. All right. Also, listeners, this movie is free if you subscribe to Hulu. I just wanted. To- it's true. That's how yeah. I watched it. That was a delight for me. It was. A I was delight. like, oh my god, a free movie. Finally, yeah. a free one. Yeah. Yeah, that might have pushed it over the the edge of why we selected. <laughs> I didn't easily. know that. It was easy. Worth it. Worth it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So are we, uh, oh, are we going to talk about whether it's for real? <laughs> yeah, I think we, that's, that's the time to jump into it. Um, I can go first. Okay. Yeah, it's for real. Like, um, sure, it had some Asian, <laughs> like, yeah. he, you know, basically he bad Chin Chen Chong, for lack of a better word, how, how he, he referred to it. Um, uh, but I mean, other than that, there wasn't anything horrible in it. There's a lot of things that you would love to change. Once again, there's this through line of just anti-police brutality, but like there's this childish energy that I think carries it over this mm-hmm. finish line. And it's an entertaining movie to watch. So... None of those like small little blips and we can all like attribute it to be in it from like 1993 or 96 or whenever this movie happened. Um, so yeah, for me, it was for real. We can do that. I, um, I'll, I am so on the fence about this movie. Me but, too. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but I might have nostalgia be the decider in this where it wasn't, it, it was pretty much what I remembered. Um, and I think what pushes it into the for real category to me is how not serious it takes itself at all. Yeah. And the comedy of it. And like, I could have, I mean, my, my other bummer would have been just like the amount of action in this movie. I know it's an action movie, but I'm like, ah, I don't need this much guns and fighting and, and punching and fire. Like I wanted more swear jar i wanted more of like what does this guy not get what is this world um and so i think it's for real but it's barely for real <laughs> but i think there's enough of that like yeah it's a I, good amount like you can't I, you can't have a whole movie on that i hate the soundtrack i hate some of the themes of it but i think there's enough of those jokes yeah yeah that's basically it's what funny. i was gonna say it's barely it's barely for real for me yeah 
Um, because, but what is saving it for me is actually like, I did enjoy, I was surprised. This is one thing I love about this podcast is that there are movies I've never would ever, ever, ever want to watch that actually surprise me where I'm like, Oh, I know why people like this now Mm -hmm. or why they're into it. Like there's these little moments. And I do think the, 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 the making fun of the future and the, what is it going to be like? And kind of the silliness of that whole thing is really funny and redeemable. And I actually, for somebody that doesn't like fighty movies, I enjoyed the action scenes and I enjoyed like Wesley Snipes. Like he, as much as he's probably a jerk, like you mentioned, I think he can like really move his body. So it was like (laughs) fun to watch all that happening. So yeah, I'm going to give it a, just a touch over. Yes. It's real. Also, so this is like set 40 years in the future and people talk insanely um i just want to highlight that it's like think back to the 1960s right of thinking how we would talk and we just right it's not that different um yeah hey i noticed you guys were wearing clothes (laughs) (laughs) so i thought i thought we'd talk about it um bridget bridget (laughs) uh i just wanted to I wanted to talk about, you know, I think the dichotomy of your personality comes out in the dichotomy of your your outfit. You know, it it shows that you know you're you're fun loving but also serious. And the fun loving side is the sort of frilly arms of your Taco Bell uniform that you're wearing. You know, very mm-hmm. just sort of I don't know where where that comes from, but they're yeah. just rewatch the movie. And, it's the Taco Bell uniform. Mm-hmm. But then the serious side is the Mad Max shoulder pads mm-hmm. that pretty much everyone at the end of the movie was wearing. And you're, you were taking part of that because they're so functional because you may get hit in the shoulder and you'll be protected. And just, it shows the lighter and the sweet and sour of your personality. <laughs> Thank you for you're noticing. Welcome. Yeah, I spent a lot of time today on that, actually. <laughs> the stitch work on those sleeves is amazing. Yeah. Um, well, Katie, um, Katie's always got a funny shirt on, like a funny mm, t-shirt. That's yeah. like her MO, but mm-hmm. yeah, this t-shirt is really cool because um, there's like, it's Justin Timberlake and he's, he's in the ooze. He's like in the chamber and then the high priest is there and he has a the bubble and it says cryo me a river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And me. then I noticed on top of your head, you have a beret. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Phil. I gave it to Katie because, I mean, well, she's, she, she's wearing it. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess she can pull it she off. She can pull it off. And yeah. also one Makes other sense. detail, last detail, is I did notice you had a hand-knit scarf. Yep. Your neck. Um, yeah. Really nice. It's red. It's special. very pretty. Mm-hmm. Made in a night. Yeah. Um, well, Phil, your yeah. outfit, it was, it's interesting. You and Bridget were a little bit on the same wavelength, I guess, because, and I mean, all of us really, because like me, you've got a fun snappy little t-shirt and like Bridget, you're talking about Taco Bell. Um, and it's just, I can see that it's just that um, the Taco Bell Chihuahua, which is sitting next to just a bunch of, just a bunch of taco pills on the ground and he's kind of <laughs> green and above it it just says ya no quiero taco bell you know <laughs> it looks like he's sick of it he doesn't he, even want it he, anymore he doesn't have a choice though he doesn't have a choice <laughs> no one does yeah monopolies man yeah totally <laughs> oh that's a good i'm sorry you could borrow katie's beret if you want yeah i can't pull it i 
I know I can. Like, I, I trust you guys. You know who, fun fact, you know who thinks they can both pull off berets when they visit are my parents. Aw, <laughs> that's so cute. They take pictures of them, themselves. That's adorable. With baguettes. Oh, I want to see that. Oh, I want to see that. in Paris. I'll send you the picture. It's nice. All right. I have so our song of the could week. Could I pull one off in oh. France? Yeah, no. probably. France, no. definitely. <laughs> Do it in France, yes. Mais non. Mais non. <laughs> Mon Dieu. Um, so I'm going to play our song of the week and I'm going to, I want you guys to tell me why you think I chose this as their song. Ooh, Ooh I like this. This is fun. This is a fun game. It's got a, it's got a few reasons. where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free. Wish I could be part of that world. What would I give if I could live out of the Katie, you seem to have an idea. <laughs> what was the last part of that song? <laughs> Someone just got a hit over the head with the bottle. Oh, yeah. That's, shut up. Yeah. Clink. I think it's uh, Sebastian. Oh, okay. Well, um, so actually, so in the beginning, I was like, oh, this sounds like Dennis Leary or like the, the whole above, above, like up, up part of their world, like above ground. But who I think it really is, is Sandra Bullock like being obsessed <laughs> with a thingamajig which is a fork and like being obsessed with a world that she's not a part of and like mm. literally being willing to trade her fins for sea legs which is essentially what she does with following john spartan all around town oh yes and <laughs> yes there's more philip oh i mean i'm already pointed the wrong direction i was thinking <laughs> it was john spartan being like same thingamajig thing but like what is this called? The she shell. Yeah. God damn it. God. <laughs> see. <laughs> a seashell. <laughs> uh, if only I'd done that on purpose. A seashell. Like, to mispronounce it that much, you could. Yeah, uh, he's a fish. He's a fish out of water too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. And 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 also speaking of she shells, <laughs> the Little Mermaid wears a she shell bra. And she does. The three she shells. <laughs> or the, the third one go on her. The two she shells. Yeah. Oh. But when she's, her, her when she's doing her voice calling, her, her Zoom calling, and she's not wearing her fin, the third one's downstairs. Okay. Oh, right, my yeah. gosh. So good. Bridget, this was an amazing choice. Thank you. Not thank an you, obvious you. one, but a perfect no, one. But you guys got it. You got it. I love it. So it sounds like next week we're going to take a break yep. on the podcast. Yeah, just I think so. Just let everyone take a breath. Break. Everybody take a breath. We've just been going nonstop. Let's take a break. And we'll be back the following week. And I think it's it's my week to, to, I think to so. maybe choose. So I'll, I'll think about a good one. Have some time to really like. Yeah. They can rally. really. So if you have. If you have suggestions. Yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like there's a baby crying in the background. Yep, which means like one thing. Me. It's the end of... It's time to go. All right. Thank you, you for joining us. In a fortnight. <laughs>